J. Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And I want to let you know that the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Over 2 million men worldwide have joined the movement for all their below-the-waist needs. Engineers for the last 18 months have perfected the greatest hair trimmer ever created, the Lawnmower 3.0. The third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. You can choose the Lawnmower 3.0 as well as other items by going to manscaped.com and you can also save 20% by using the promo code State of Saints. That's manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints and save 20% on the Lawnmower 3.0 as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com. What's going on, Houdad Nation, and what's going on, Sports World? This is TJ Jones. I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast, and thank you for all of those that are checking out this podcast, also on the State of the Game podcast. Uh, thank you all so much. Uh, the State of the Saints podcast brought to you uh, by Manscaped.com, and uh, today we're going to be conjoining uh, these shows, so uh, we're broadcasting live on the state of the Saints as well as the state of the game because there's a lot of things going on in the sports world here today. Uh, just uh, before I got uh, behind the mic, in front of the camera, um, found out that uh, golf legend Tiger Woods was involved in a car accident earlier this morning. Uh, it was a one-car accident. Tiger Woods, uh, according to sources, his car uh, flipped off the road. Uh, there was some aerial coverage of, uh, from a helicopter uh, showing a picture of his car from the crash. If you can check it out right here, um, Tiger Woods was in his car. As you can see, man, it's, it's really damaged here. Um, I mean, both of the airbags imploded. It, it took the jaws of life uh, in order to cut Tiger Woods out of the car. According to his agent, Mark Steinberg, um, Tiger Woods has an, a broken leg, which requires surgery. He was in surgery. They said that he should be just fine. And um, they're asking for the prayers at this time. But once again, Tiger Woods involved in a very, very, I mean, rough, dangerous, tough-looking accident right there, man. You hate to see that type of stuff, man, especially everything that's been going on in the sports world, uh, major sports figures, uh, especially, you know, we think around this time last year, uh, we lost the basketball legend at Kobe Bryant and um, his daughter, uh, Gigi, and and uh, other passengers on board a helicopter. And then around the same time, I mean, Tiger Woods gets into an accident like that. So we definitely want to send prayers up to Tiger Woods. Uh, you know, despite all the stuff that happened in Tiger Woods' life, you know, rather you have a certain 
I, I guess, like reservations about Tiger Woods. I think we all can agree uh, Tiger Woods was definitely uh, good at what he does in the world of golf. Uh, you know, I mean, the only thing I can remember growing up as a kid was Tiger Woods dominating the world of golf. So once again, uh, Tiger was involved in a single car accident, uh, rushed to the hospital, uh, sustained a broken leg, had to get surgery. But um, all in all, it said that he should be recovering. Uh, I keep you posted on uh, anything that I hear. But as of right now, that's all we know. Uh, so I think they're trying to keep it close to the hip. Pretty sure more things are going to come out as, as you know, uh, Mark Steinberg, the representative of Tiger Woods, as well as his family, uh, wants to put those out to reporters in, in the world of media. But sad stuff right there, man. Sad, sad stuff. But uh, once again, uh, this is the State of the Saints as well as the State of the Game podcast. Uh, what we do is we talk uh, about sports. You know, if you're listening on the State of the Saints podcast, you still want to send your questions about the Saints, please do. If you are just a, a fan of a different team, a different uh, sport, I mean, feel free to send your questions as well. But here's the thing, man. Um, first thing I want to talk about, uh, I got to talk about this, man. Anybody that knows me knows that I am a alumni of Jackson State University. Uh, I graduated from Jackson, Univer Jackson State University back in 2008. Uh, I graduated from uh, Jackson State. I'm a proud Jacksonian, a, a proud Tiger. And um, I was really proud when I found out that Deion Sanders is about to be the head coach of Jackson State University. I mean, it was a great moment, uh, especially since Jackson State have had some dark times, um, you know, around the time I graduated. I think the last time we actually won a SWAC championship, well, I don't think I know. The last time we won a SWAC championship, I was a senior in college. We won, and we haven't been doing much winning since, man. We we won a, went to a couple of SWAC championship games, uh, left with heartbreak. I think we went to four straight SWAC championships and lost all four. Coach uh, Rick Comergy, who was uh, who was the coach uh, at, you know, when I was there, uh, he ended up getting fired, and we had some dark times. And then Jackson State University, I mean, they they pulled off a stunner. Uh, they end up. Uh, acquiring the services of one of the, the greatest, if not the greatest cornerback of all time and Deion Sanders to be their head coach. And Deion Sanders uh, got his first win uh, over the weekend. Uh, the, the Jackson State University Tigers were rolling. Uh, they won by a score of 53 to nothing. So, you know, everybody's all excited, you know, happy about the win and everything like that. And then all of a sudden uh, we hear some news about, <laughs> Deion Sanders uh, stuff being stolen. Now, if you've been following Jackson State University since Deion Sanders has gotten there, this isn't the first time that a situation like this occurred. All right. It didn't occur like, you know, it, it occurred before uh, because apparently he had a boom box uh, in his truck and somebody broke the glass and took the boom box, stole it. Right. So after the game, Deion Sanders was happy. But at the same time, he wasn't happy. And here's why. Check it out. Right now, because I have mixed emotions. For one, kids play really well. But while the game was going on, somebody came in and stole every darn thing I had in the locker room. Oh, in the coach's God. office. Oh, my God. Yeah. Credit cards, wallet, watches. Thank God I had all my necklaces. How? When I talk about 
quality, raising the standards, that goes for everyone, man. Not just the people on the field, not just the coaches, not just the teachers, not just the faculty, but that's everybody, security in everybody. So as you can see, Deion Sanders very upset about uh, his stuff being stolen. I mean, look, anytime you hear about somebody's stuff being stolen, rather it's Deion Sanders or uh, just your average Joe Blow down the street. I mean, you, you're like, man, this messed up. But it turns out, according to sources, that it was, you know, according to Jackson State University, it was a big misunderstanding. His stuff was not stolen, but rather mis- misplaced. Okay. Uh, apparently, somebody took took his stuff and put it in a more safer area. Security did this. But Deion Sanders wasn't having it, man. Deion Sanders doubled down on the accusation and said that, uh, quote, uh, my assistant walked in and seen the person taking uh, the stuff out of there. You know what I'm saying? It caught them in the act of stealing. Uh, you can look at this two ways, right? You can look at this as, Man, this is a this is not a good look uh, for the city of Jackson, Jackson State University as a school university and MNF and crew. Or you can look at this as, like I said, the biggest misunderstanding in the history of misunderstandings. Uh, I got I got a couple questions here. Okay, not that I'm calling Deion Sanders a liar, and I'm not calling Deion Sanders a drama queen, but I will say this. Um, for you to come out during a press conference and say with your whole chest that your stuff was stolen, right? And don't give no concrete detail about what happened or your assistant catching a person in the act. I feel like that's doing a disservice to the school. I, I really do. I feel like that's doing a disservice because what you're being, I mean, what you're doing is overreacting and you're sending people into overreaction right because you're telling people that your stuff was stolen but you're not saying that your assistant walked in and seen somebody you know a a member of security with the stuff uh and telling your assistant that they were putting in a more secure place now you can have the you can have the notion and the thought pattern of man don't touch my stuff right man that's my stuff What what the heck are you doing my stuff ain't doing nothing to you. It's in my, it's in my, you know, in the, the spot where I left it. So don't touch it. Maybe the security guard, I don't know, understand where he at, understands that where he probably positioned his stuff, there's a strong possibility of it being stolen. But I do feel like Deion Sanders, if he knew that his assistant walked in on a guy, he should have at least expounded on this situation a little bit further so people can get more clarity because now the narrative is going to be Deion Sanders. I mean, I just know people. It's going to be Deion Sanders was nice enough to go to this HBCU with all his prestige and everything that he has with him, his Hall of Fame trophies, his cachet, and those people don't know how to accept him. So it's not like you can put these type of accusations out there like you would just anywhere and people are just kind of blow them off and do their research. They're already going to have this narrative. So I just really felt like Deion Sanders, if he knew his assistant was actually, if he actually caught or he or she caught 
the security guard doing this. I think that he should have brought that to the press conference. That same type of energy that he brought when he knew for sure that his stuff was stolen. Well, I mean, Deion Sanders says one thing. Jackson State University says another. But I, I will say this, man. When your stuff is constantly coming up, you know, stolen or misplaced or people breaking your glass, it's really sending a negative message to the masses, you know, about Jackson State University and the city of Jackson as a whole. So uh, I'm glad that he got his stuff back. I'm glad that all of his stuff was accounted for. I'm glad that we can move on from this. But I just wish in the future when some things don't go the way that Deion Sanders want them to go, I just wish that, you know, he, he doesn't just go out there to the media and just put it out there in time. I wish that he actually just kind of finds out what the heck is going on before it happens. All right. Because it, it makes it may honestly, it makes him look like a drama queen. It makes the school look bad. And you know what I'm saying? Eventually, if you constantly keep on doing stuff like this, it's going to fall on deaf ears. Right. Because people are going to say, well, eventually it'll come up. Right. Because, you know, people, we, we live in a world where it's real or not. You know what I'm saying? If people see the same thing happen over and over again, they're going to think that it's a part of a parody or a part of a skit or a cry for attention, even though that may not be the case. So all I'm saying is if you're coming out there to the media and you're so sure about something, make sure that you uh, got full clarity because it's not going to be a good look. All right. That's all I'm saying. It's not going to be a good look. All right, so go ahead and I'll answer some questions right now. Let's go ahead and start with Dada Saints. Number one says, even in TJ and chat room, they stole Dion's stuff. That's a damn shame. Yeah, Dada, I mean, but the thing about it is it's, okay, I, I think I have to ask this question. I, I got to go ahead and open up a state of the court. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess we got to open up state of the court here. Uh, what do you think? Okay, what do you think? Do you think that his stuff was legitimately stolen? Or was it a misunderstanding? We're going to have in our first edition of State of the Court, all right? The State of the the State of the Saints, State of the Game, State of the Court edition, all right? So do you think that his stuff was stolen? Or do you think that it was a misunderstanding? Please comment down below. Please let me know what you think about it, all right? All right, but anyway, um, let me go ahead, go back and see what you all have to say about this. All right, we got... Um, we got prayers up for Tiger Woods. We 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 got a lot of people uh, chiming in about Tiger Woods. Yeah, definitely, man. We gotta we gotta send prayers up for Tiger Woods. Uh, what's up, my dog? OG Jared Poor getting a shout out from T Dirty there. Herman all the way in Italy. Um, giving a sh um, shout out to him. Says TJ if the Saints were listening to offer for Taysom Hill, what do you think the Saints would get for him? Uh, probably like a third round, third or fourth round pick. Uh, I can see that, you know, and. Maybe they can even get a conditional second round depends on like if how much he plays or, you know, if he does play. So that, that would be, that would be interesting. Uh, Ghostface Griller said, they said it was misplaced, but someone should have, uh, should not have messed with it in the first place. Okay. I can agree with that Ghostface. You know, like if you see somebody's stuff there, but uh, let me, let me ask you this, right? Okay. Let's just say, you got a cousin, right? Let's say you got a cousin that came from the suburbs, right? I'm not assuming you from the hood, Ghostface, but I'm just I'm just using this as a story, right? Let's just say you got a cousin from the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? Wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, green as grass, right? He comes and visits you and, and, and you stand in a hood, right? And you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, like, he comes through, 
right? And he comes doing a nice car, right? I mean, he riding clean, right? He, he, he riding clean, uh, you know what I'm saying? Nice car. And all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you jump in a, a passenger side seat and, you know what I'm saying, y'all roll to the store or something like that, right? And you stop at a gas station, your cousin gets out the car, you get out the car, but you notice that your cousin, uh, I guess that would be a bad example. You know what I'm saying? I guess it'd be a bad example because y'all family. But anyway, I guess I, I guess you can use it in this regards. He jumps out of the car, you jump out of the car, you notice that his, his door is unlocked. And then you turn around and say, oh, wait, you know what I'm saying? Like you And you lock all of his doors. You know what I'm saying? Like, so maybe that person that was a security guy, security guard, like understood, like, it, it was in a place where, you know, a lot of people may have access. A lot of people can walk through. And, and I hate to say it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't have integrity. You know what I'm saying? So you can look at it that way or you can look at the fact that, you know, I shouldn't have tested it in the first place. So I look at it two ways. I look at it two ways. Was that the person looking out for, for Dion or, you know what I'm saying, should you not have tested in the first place? But like I said, uh, you know, we opened up the state of the court. What y'all think about it? Do y'all think he should have left it alone? Uh, do you think do you think that he should have, uh, you know, should have like put it up? All right. I think this is a good question. I think I think this can be something that, you know, I think I can open up the phone line for one call. You know what I'm saying? Like to ask somebody this question, you know, so I'm open up the I'm open up the, uh, the phone line real quick. I'm a, I can take I can take maybe two, okay? I got because you know I can't take as many calls as I normally would do. So what do you all think? Do you think Deion Sanders uh, should have waited till all the facts came out? Do you think that the person that they said had Deion Sanders uh, stuff uh, shouldn't have touched it in the first place? I mean, how how do you feel about that? All right, all right, all right. We got Ramsey on the line. Ramsey, what's, what's up, TJ? Hey, how you doing, man? How about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Hey, we're talking about uh, Deion Sanders. Now, I don't know if you heard about the story of stuff end up, uh, quote unquote, got stolen. All right. Uh, the school is saying that it was misplaced. Deion Sanders saying that somebody legitimately tried to take the stuff. His assistant caught him in the egg. So uh, how do you feel about this? Do you think that the security guard that they're saying that touched Deion Sanders stuff, should he have touched it in the first place if he knew that it was probably in a bad location? Uh, should he have left it alone? If I was security guard, I would do my job, mm. basically. I'll take it and give it back to Sanders for safekeeping. Right. But since he didn't do it right, it looked that's bad. what his his punishment <laughs> will be. Yeah. Yeah, it do look bad. You know, like, but the thing about it is what he what he, what he can say is he found it during a time where Deion Sanders was actually coaching the game. Because keep in mind, like the, the narrative was that he found this stuff while Deion Sanders was coaching the game, so he didn't have access uh, to Deion Sanders at the time. So was he right or was he wrong for moving the stuff? I guess that would be that the, my question it's, to you. That's a hard question to answer. It can be yeah. a yes or no answer. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess you could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just use that example. It's like, are you trying to – are you overstepping your bounds or are you just – looking out for the person because you understand the area where you in the situation that you in. I mean, I see it done all the time though. You know what I'm saying? I, I see, I, I, I see that all the time. I see it too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I would see like somebody like walk away, you know what I'm saying, and, and leave their mm -hmm. purse like why, you know what I'm saying, just right out there in the open. You know what I'm saying? I see somebody like you know come behind them and be like, man, let me put this over here, let me put it under their seat or something like that. I've seen this done before, you know, and it is not like the fact that they're trying to take it, it's like they just see what could possibly happen. So I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that could be between tough. that situation mm -hmm. and what goes with it. I don't follow that too much, but I, I was right. curious what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, and also, uh, let me ask you, uh, before I ask you, if you have any questions for me, uh, did you hear about Tiger Woods? Did you hear about Tiger Woods? Uh, getting in No, accident? what happened to Tiger Woods? Yeah. Well, uh, Tiger Woods, man, he got into a car accident, a real bad accident this morning, man, around uh, seven o'clock. Pacific time, you know what I'm saying, out there uh, in, in California. So I'll go ahead and pull up a picture for those that probably just came in. Um, I have a picture uploaded here. Uh, this is the picture of the accident right here. You know, you have – yeah, I mean, it, it looks really it looks uh, really serious, man. But, I mean, Tiger Woods, he ended up uh, sustaining a broken leg in the process. But um, At least he has his life. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, all the stuff that was go, been going on, you know, since 2020, I mean, the loss of Kobe Bryant and everything else that's been going on, man, you don't want to see uh, a legend like that in Tiger Woods, uh, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad that – I mean, it's unfortunate that he broke his leg, but looking at that car and that's all you walk away with, I mean, you got to gotta count your blessings with that, man. Just like what happened to one of my family members today. One of my sisters got a car accident. She's fine. Oh, Her no, car's man. totaled. But mm. she, same thing. She has minor injuries, everything like that. But her car's totaled. Wow. I mean, look, when when I always see pictures of accidents and I'm like, the person walked away, I, like, your car can be replaced, right? You can, but there's only yeah. one you, you know? So I'm glad that, you know, he he's going to be okay. He's going to pull through. But I know, but I know Ramsey. Uh, normally, you check in, uh, tell us about the game of the week. Uh, so, what game are you profiling this week? Uh, what video game do you have for us, man? And tell us a little bit about it. Well, I'm on PlayStation now uh -huh. and just surfing, surfing, looking back at the older games. Mm -hmm. And one of the games that I forgot was even up here is the Castlevania series. Right. Wow. That oh, game yeah. is old. Yeah, that's, but... that's a classic, man. It's up there, and that's the highlight of the week. Along with it, mm -hmm. comes with the animated series from Netflix, Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to check that out yourself, go right ahead. It is a very good animated series. They're on season four mm -hmm. when that creator dropped season four right. or five, something yeah. like that. Okay. I mean, well, that sounds that sounds very interesting, man. For all the gamers out there, man, y'all check out uh, Castlevania, a classic, and also on Netflix, man. And that comes from Ramsey, man, who who gives us the game of the week, man, every single week. And I'm a hardcore anime yeah. nerd, so I watch yeah. anime morning and night. <laughs> I mean, so. you got a lot of people out there, man. You, you're definitely uh, speaking a lot of people language out there, man. A lot of people love anime. A lot of people uh, love that type of stuff, man. And definitely everybody. I think we all can agree love video games, uh, you know, some more than others. But Ramsey, man, thank you so much. Before for I go, it. you were curious about the Blitzdale League, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I was. You know, I, I was uh, interested in that. Uh, tell me about that. A it is. Bit. It's not the Blitzdale League series from NFL. It's from mm -hmm. Midway. Okay. Oh yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's a class. 
Yeah, Midway. that was that week. I want that back so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Midway, man, they were the king of arcade games, man. And I know I'm speaking a lot of people language uh, that probably used to check out the arcade, uh, you know, uh, all the NBA games and stuff like that. I want to say NBA jams at one time was also, uh, you know, what I'm saying with Midway. So uh, a lot of people used to go and put them quarters in their machine, man, and play a lot of Midway games. So. Uh, you definitely speaking yep. a lot of people language. They're just speaking my language. We talk about Midway. <laughs> that's that's when I was they a kid. Blister League for the PS3, PS2. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. Like I, I know a lot of people are going can play that, man. You know, a lot of people are, yes. are fans of Blitz. Ramsey, but thank you so much, man. Thank you for checking in. And um, man, check back next week, man. Tell us the game of the week and uh, you know, keep us posted. Did you check out the football league though? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did check it out. I did check it out. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty awesome, man. You know what I'm saying? I definitely think that it, it's something that uh, I would, you know what I'm saying? I would love. And I know a lot of people would love too. If they I would. love it. Yeah. It keeps me busy. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people would. I know a lot of people right. would. And so y'all check it out, man. Y'all check out the Blitz League. Uh, Ramsey, who is the, the, the spokesperson for all video games here on the State of the Saints, State of the Game podcast, keeping us posted for all the video game lovers out there. You and good luck getting that PS5, anyone. <laughs> oh, my God, these scalpers are a pain. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take a while before, like, you know, a person can just casually walk into the store and get a PS5 or uh, an uh, Xbox series. You know, it's going to be a while for mm-hmm. them. You, know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> you take it easy, man. You too. Stay safe. All uh, right, you too, buddy. Yeah, man. Shouts out to Ramsey, man. We give him a segment here, um, you know, give him a segment every week here on the State of the Saints, State of the Game. Uh, because, we, man, you know, a lot of people play video games here, man. You play, you know, you play your Maddens, uh, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people uh, play, you know, your Call of Duties, uh, you know what I'm saying, war games. And he he, he uh, profiles and, and focuses on one game a week So for all the video game lovers out there, man. I love Ramsey, a good guy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's an awesome dude, man. So, Always got to play for him here on the stage. Let's say the podcast. And if, you know, we ain't talking sports, we definitely can find a place for something that he loves to do. Uh, Brian uh, says, you don't touch nobody's stuff. It's not the security job to move his stuff. Brian, look, I, I agree with you on that. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I can see there was some, <laughs> there's definitely, there's definitely some rules in this thing. You know what I'm saying? That a lot of people grew up with. Don't touch my stuff. I would have uh, talked to Sanders before. I would have touched his stuff. Well, Brian, here's the thing, man. Here's the here's the catch. Like he was at the game. He was at the game, man. He was in the middle of the game and coaching. You know, like so he was occupied at the time. But I mean, I don't know how to feel about that. Kenny says uh, it could have been someone uh, trying to do a good deed. I look, I can agree with that. But it's it just so sad that we live in a world today where you have uh, so many people out there who are so disingenuous, you know, like, you know, and they just come up with these these narratives and, oh, I was trying to do this. Oh, I was trying to do that. And it's hard for you to believe that because, like I said, man, people lie so much. I, I mean, I'm just I just got to be real. People are, are disingenuous. They They are. And. You know, it's hard for you to believe some of the things, especially like when a person is doing something like that. You have to, you know, think in the back of your mind, like, why? That's not the first time Tiger crashed either. Yeah. um, Yeah. Back in the day, man, when um, uh, he was going through some marital problems and, all, you know, so, I mean, 
I'm look, I, I got something to say. I, I hate to say it. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that he's okay, but uh it, it's hard not to think and wonder, and, and I'm praying that this is not the case, that if prescription medication or alcohol wasn't involved. I hope not. I I pray that it wasn't, man. You know, but I mean Tiger Woods does have a history uh with that. And like I said, I just pray that I'm wrong, but I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that that doesn't cross my mind. We'll go ahead to the OG of the State of Saints podcast, Jerry Poor Jr. Jerry, what's going on, my friend? What's going on to TJ Jones, the host of the State of yes, the Saints sir. podcast? Yes. How you doing How you today, doing? bro? Man, I'm doing just fine, Jerry, man. I'm doing even better that I got the OG on the show, man. I'm blessed, highly favored. <laughs> and uh, now we got some solid gold here, man. The OG of the State of Saints podcast here. On the state of the Saints and the state of the game, man, the floor is yours. Normally, you know what I'm saying, I ask a question, but OG, uh, I think it's only right, man. You go in any direction you want to, man. The floor is yours. Well, well, uh, well. First off, um, you could you you can scratch off that uh, highly favored because that's not me. I'm just grateful, thankful, and blessed to be on. Right. Um, but uh, but I was I was just picking up where uh Ramsey was talking about Midway. I said, bro, you took me back. You definitely <laughs> took me back to the nineties. That's when the arcade games fun, man. Yeah, I'm exactly. talking about talking oh. about NBA Jam, NBA Hang Time, NHL uh, two on two open ice challenge, Mortal right. Kombat, WrestleMania, yeah. the arcade game. Right. Mortal, uh, the list goes on and on. NFL Blitz. Yeah, bro, you took me, man. You took me back to my days at the Grand Arcade or the Grand Casino down hey, here. Go, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> for all my. For all my New Orleans out there, man, take you back to Pennyland, man. <laughs> some, some of them gonna know what I'm talking about there, man. Yeah, I mean arcades. Like a lot of these kids today, I mean, you have the arcades out there. Like they have one out here in Myrtle Beach, but it was nothing like putting that quarter, you know, what I'm saying quarter in and and seeing all those games lined up, and you know, like you going to that coin machine and playing man, all those video mean? games, man. I mean, that was some. That's some classic moments right there, man. And you had a lot of kids. Absolutely. Yep. Like I said, it, it, it takes me back to my days at the Grand. It, it was it was two Grand Casino uh casinos down here on the coast. It was one right. in Gulf Fort, it was uh -huh. one in Biloxi. Right. And for those for those that for those that's in the oh, for, hold up, but before I go into that, shout out to everybody that's in the chat. I love you all. Who that to y'all? I hope y'all y'all's days are going well as much as mine. Mm -hmm. But if you like me, uh, going back to them uh, the arcade days when they, when they had arcades keep, at the bowling keep alley, talk, keep, the keep talking, Jerry. Keep talking, Jerry. I want to show you something. But go ahead, keep talking, man. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, if you grew up like I did, hey, bro, hey, that's talking that you talking about fun times back in the day. <laughs> I don't care if it's a bowling alley. I don't care if it's a. Uh, I don't care if it's a casino that got an arcade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man, because that, that, that brings you back memories, man. Yes, sir. Hey, what I got in my hand right now, Jerry, you know what I'm saying, like, is a classic <laughs> Super Nintendo, okay? Oh, and yeah. I, I got Tecmo Bowl right here, man. So, <laughs> hey, I'm going to turn it around, man. So, all my people out there, you know what I'm saying, I know, like, the camera is like, but y'all see them pros right there? Some of y'all kids probably don't know what the heck that is, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> Hey, used to have to screw, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, the cord on the back of the TV. 
You know what I'm saying? They used to have this prong right here used to stick in the back. You know what I'm saying? So look, and we used to get we used to get busy with this. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> look, look, I don't want to assume, assume Nintendo by itself, but you had the you had the original uh Nintendo uh, game system. You yeah, had man. that, and you had the Sega Genesis, you had the Super Nintendo, they had mm -hmm. the Atari, you had yes, the sir. Bro, the list goes on, bro. That was before uh PlayStations and Dreamcast, yeah. Xbox yeah. stuff. You got to go old school with that, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, definitely got to go back with that, man. Hey, man, get hey. enough of it. Hey, hey, I'm about, hey, I'm about to bring people back with this one too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me make sure that it works when it go out on you. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> wow, man. Some of y'all know what oh, I'm talking man. about, man. Hey, my OG's gonna know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's what, that's what. Look, look, I, and I and I currently got an Xbox 360, and, and I had a a Sega Genesis uh game uh collection. I'm mm -hmm. talking about Sonic, Streets of Rage, right? You know what I'm saying? Those 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 type of games, uh, you know, combat, um, uh, some. But anyway, y'all yeah. know what I'm talking about. Those that grew up playing Sega Genesis, like Road Rash, yeah, Bulls versus Blazers in the NBA playoffs. Ooh, ooh, yes, Bruh. sir. Man, yes, I can tell you more and more about that, but if we were say that time, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. I, hey, but Ramsey brought me back, man. And then when and then when I see people talking about the second Genesis, Dietrich up in there talking about the Super Nintendo, I'm like, I got one of them. You know what I'm saying? But hey, man, <laughs> hey, man, we gotta get back to we gotta get back to sports, oh. Jerry, man. We, look, check, okay. check it out, man. <laughs> That's <laughs> all right. Yeah, hey, hey, man, he, he brought me back with that. But uh, man, Tiger Woods, Deion Sanders, man, Zach Streif, uh leaving the commentary boot, man. What you got? What you got for? Me? Well, well, first, well, first of all, man, uh, when I when I heard about the uh, about the story about uh, uh, Tiger Woods being involved in the accident, man, I was mm -hmm. I was I, I was in shock because I was just watching Sports Center and I right. saw the. The same clip you just showed on there, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, bruh, bruh. I'm, I'm just, it's it just awful, man. And I'm, I'm just looking at this, you know, this, this is, this, this is serious, serious business. Only thing man. that I can say about that, uh, about that TJ, mm -hmm. is uh, I'm, uh, he's in the hospital. I hope he recovers well and come back stronger, better than ever. Right. So that's my prayer. Shouts and prayer to his family and his friends. You right. know what I'm saying? He, he was just, he was just. In a in a golf tur tournament this past uh Sunday because I was because I was looking at him mm. and uh Jim Nance uh, uh 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 doing an interview before right. I guess before they signed off so yep. that was the last thing that I saw but mm -hmm. but when I saw this today I'm like oh bruh yep. man and it was only a single car accident no I mean nobody came in and wrecked him I mean it just it just happened but uh, he was just Crash alone. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. bruh, seriously? Yeah. Awful, awful stuff right there, man. Awful stuff. Uh I just pray that he that he's okay, man. You know, I just pray that he's okay. And I'm I'm just glad that all you know what I'm saying what I'm hearing is just like I said, I I'm, it's unfortunate, but looking at that car and looking at the fact that he just has a broken leg, 
I think he can count his blessings on that one. Um, yeah. Final. Hey. 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 Final question, though, Jack. Final, Jack. Uh, yeah. I, I see Charles, Charles Kamal Jr. say Joe Montana Sports Talk Football. That's another classic right there. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. <laughs> hey, that was one of the first games where you actually had commentary, uh, you know. The Browns will start first and 10 at the 22-yard line. <laughs> he throws. <laughs> intercepted. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I used to I used to trip out because <laughs> I used to trip out because Pat Summerall was the actually play by play guy, right? So right. <laughs> he would always like like if you go for a first down, I mean you go for a field goal on first down or second down, he like he's like you're going for it on a, a first down, and I can't believe it. Soon as you snap God. the ball, soon as you snap the ball, he like fake. I'm like he he say fake. <laughs> He says fake before you even snap the ball. So, like, if you plan to get your like, ah, no, I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. You probably remember this, TJ. No, you, uh, you first and 10, like around the 30-some yard line. Uh-huh. And uh, you do it, get ready to do a fake punt, and it's first down. I can't, can't believe, believe it. Fake? Remember for the ball. <laughs> it's a beautiful day here in Cleveland. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at that time, man, we thought that life couldn't get no better than that, though. Like, oh, for real. Yeah. oh my goodness, man! But now, now onto the now onto the second one uh, huh? of uh, Deion Sanders, uh, right. uh, w- uh, w- w- winning his uh, a coaching debut at JSU, uh-huh. and it's stuff. I don't know what who it was that did that that robbing his stuff, right. but then retrieved it. I said, I don't know who did it, but right. whoever did it. I hope they spent some time in jail, bro. Cause that was that was crazy. Yeah, it was, man. How can do? It was. I mean, when I when I watched it on Sports Center Sunday night with Deion Sanders, I know I know he had mixed emotions. He's happy he got his his uh won his uh coaching uh debut. Right. But how you gonna how the hell you gonna steal his stuff? And he out there coaching. I'm like, come on now, really? Right. Seriously. Yep. Wow. I don't know, man. I just, I just, I'm, I'm just glad he got his stuff back. I just yeah, wish I'm, that, from what I know now, I, I, look, I don't know, you know, I don't know who to believe. I mean, you can believe the school say it was a misunderstanding, or you can believe Deion Sanders saying, "Man, look, it, it was about to get stolen." But I just feel like if his assistant caught the person in the act, then it should have been a conversation. And my, my question is, like, if you knew this, then why you just didn't wait? Or, or why did you come to the, to the press conference with that type of energy? Like I said, you're not telling people that your assistant walked in and saw the person. You're not telling us that. What you're saying is your stuff was stolen. So that's the that's what the media is going to write. That's what the the paper editor, you know, what I'm saying is going to publish. You know, like so, you have to be careful with that, man. Like I said, man, like man, words mean a lot, you know, Jerry, and you know, and, and people people going to run with. What Deion Sanders says. Oh, Deion Sanders stuff was stolen. They're not gonna wait for the Yahoo reports to come out for, for transparency. That doesn't work no. like that. People ain't gonna no, read the articles, they're gonna listen to press conferences. Uh, but but Jerry, thank you so much, man, for being a part of the same podcast, man. But go, go ahead, last, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, last thing on the uh, uh about the uh Zach Streep uh job. Yeah, uh I just wanted to say uh congratulations on this move. I know yeah, man, I don't know my guy. Going to replace him uh, doing the uh, the commentary for WWL Radio in New Orleans for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, I 
just wanted to uh, congratulate uh, Zach Streif on his uh, new job becoming the. Uh, I think it's. I think they said the offensive line coach because I know he, I know he was an offensive lineman, so I know he's going to be working with them very well. Yeah. Well, Zach was doing that doing you know what I'm saying doing training camp. You know, like if if people look at some of the pictures, look, I already knew, man. Talking to Zach, like listening to him talk about Ryan Ramchick, listening to him talk about Caesar Ruiz, I was like, I thought in the back of my mind, I'm like, he ain't gonna do this, he ain't gonna be uh doing commentary for long. You can tell, like you can tell the passion and enthusiasm that he was talking about. I said, nah, I said it's not out of him yet. So I, I, that didn't surprise me at all. I mean, yeah, Zach Street was a great guy, man. Yeah, when I over the weekend, I'm, I'm, I was sitting there like, I said, "What?" I mean, because you know, because a uh, Big Q had it on his uh, 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 live stream, and uh, yeah. and I, when I saw, I'm like, "Oh man, Zach Street going coming back to the Saints and work with work with them." I right. said, "That, I mean, that's great, man. That may and maybe it'll get these." Get these young uh, offensive linemen back on back on their feet and know how to how to protect the quarterback for yep. a change because yeah, that's did it. Yep, did it at a high level too. And at the time was one of the most underrated right tackles in football. Man, I, I can remember that for quite some time. But Jerry, thank you so much, man. I appreciate the call. You already know, man. Call back anytime, OG. Oh, anytime, TJ. Hey, hey, we're gonna we, we're gonna talk we're gonna talk more about these old school games too, man. Down 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 the road, bro. I, right. it, it, it was fun talking about that, especially yeah. when you broke out the Super Nintendo, man. That hey, really, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk man. More about, about that on Sega Genesis and all that good stuff. Yeah, man, no doubt about it, man. You take care, brother. You too, bro. Be blessed. Ah, right, you too, man. Jerry Port Jr., man, always bringing the heat and uh, always bringing the laughs as well, man. So. Appreciate that. Charles says, uh, California doesn't have Louisiana potholes, but they have some small uh, winding roads. Yeah, man. I mean, when you be coming down, you know, the hill, you know, around Calabasas and stuff like that, you know, we all know about the accident. Kevin Hart was in, man. His car flipped off the road. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, looking at, like, some of them roads, like, that be going around them little loops and you going up the mountain and, yeah, you know, like all you got is that barricade right there, man. You be going through that at night. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you go at a certain amount of speed, you hit that guardrail, flip off that. Mm-mm. I don't know, man. I love California. I don't know if anybody ever been, and I'm pretty sure people that check out uh, the State of the Saints or the Game Podcast probably live out in that area. It's a beautiful place. Love it to death. I, I encourage everybody to at least visit California at least once, twice in your life. But um, my dude. Uh-uh, man. I, I don't think I can be driving up there to Calabasas. I don't know. I'm going to have to stay down low in the valley somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to stay in the hills. But um, let's go ahead and talk about Zach Streif. The only uh, subject that we didn't cover. Uh, Zach Streif, man, uh, decides to step down from his uh, play-by-play at WWL alongside Deuce McAllister. And uh, he, he decided to take an assistant offensive line coaching job. And uh, congratulations to Zach Streif. Couldn't have happened to a better person. A good human being, man. Um, love Zach Streif. Uh, I got an opportunity to interview Zach Streif. For some of y'all that probably checked out the State of Saints podcast uh, earlier, uh, you know, earlier last year around, I want to say maybe, I want to say like July or August. Um, you know, I got an opportunity to, in- to interview him. But uh, always kept like a you know a, a social media type relationship w- you know with him interacting you know seeing how he's doing and stuff like that or what have you so 
it, it was no surprise to me that Zach Street decided to step down. Uh, when you're a football player and you play at a high level, it's hard for you to get that out of your system. You want to be around it in some capacity. Some of the guys will probably be doing it longer if their bodies can hold up. I just feel like the way that Zach Street was talking about that offensive line, I can just tell that it wasn't out of him yet. And I'm just glad that he has an opportunity to be a part of the Saints coaching staff and be out there among the guys and also put some of the little, uh, you know, the little knowledge that, that he developed uh, as a player uh, throughout his uh, decade plus season, uh, years in the NFL, you know, to instill in, this, in, in certain guys like a Cesar Ruiz, uh, you know, like a Ryan Ramchek, uh, like a Eric McCoy, and even also some of these guys like Pete and Teron Armstead and help them work on some of the things that they need to work on. I mean, even though at one time they were teammates. Uh, I got a lot of respect for him. I think he's going to do an outstanding job. Interested to see who's going to do play-by-play uh, for WWL. I was only kidding <clears throat> when I said I want to do play-by-play. I don't feel like that's my lane, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely look forward to seeing who they're going to uh, replace uh, you know, him with. You know, And I, I hope, like to me, if I could choose somebody, I would want somebody to actually be from the city, okay? Look, I'm nominating Ross Jackson to do play-by-play, all right? <laughs> Ross Jackson, man, one of the nicest people that I know, man. Good good guy, uh, good commentary. Love to see Ross Jackson do play-by-play. I don't know if he's interested in doing that or not, but think that that, that can be his lane, man. Um, oh, I know that they're probably going to get somebody – uh, they probably got you know uh, you know a lot of experience, uh, but I would like for them to get somebody that's that's homegrown, maybe somebody from New Orleans, uh, somebody that understands the team, that understands the highs and lows of the team. I, I look I look at somebody like uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Brad um, Brand Sham. You know what I'm saying? He's been covering the Cowboys since the Cowboys was like riding high. You know what I'm saying? But he also covered the Cowboys like when they were a struggling franchise, like the last 26 years. <laughs> and he has a pulse on how to deliver things. And he, he completely understands the way that the Cowboy Nation is feeling during each play, whether it's a play of triumph or a play of disappointment. So I would like to see someone that understands Saints football, that's not really just talking over uh, people's heads. And just calling a game just to be calling. I, I want I want somebody to be passionate. Like you you know Zach Streif was passionate because he played for the Saints all these years, and he was excited about the success of the Saints, right? And when the Saints did something bad that they didn't like, you could tell his frustration. And I feel like that's something that we need because that's one thing about the southeast, uh, southeastern Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, like. We can smell a phony a, while, a mile away, right? We, we can smell them. We can, we can sniff them out. And if you phony and you coming behind a mic, people are going to feel it, and people are not going to roll with you. So <clears throat> hopefully WWL does the right thing. You know, it's one thing just to get a guy, you know, who, who has picture-perfect diction and can talk really well and uh, enunciate really well, but you also need somebody that can understand the people. You need somebody – that is a man of people that understands Saints football. That's my honest opinion. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's that's what direction I hope they come in. But um, from one reporter, uh, we got to talk about 
another reporter, man. We got to talk about another reporter. Uh, but before I do, man, I'll go ahead and take Charles, man. Charles, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? What's going on, TJ? What's going on with you, man? Man, nothing much, Charles, man. So uh, nice to see you, man. Glad uh, that you uh joining us here today, man. I seen you try to call in early. I apologize for that, but uh, go yeah, ahead, I'm man. Uh, what, yeah, it's cool. What, what you got to say, man? Um, I just want to talk about something, you know, I've been realizing looking at the Saints going mm-hmm. on with um, the- I'm so- sorry, man. Uh, well, you sing- no, that's all right, man. Your signal went out. So what you're saying, you're talking about the Saints and what? No, uh, Zach Street, which thing about oh, um, yeah. the Saints getting him. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, um, I don't know if can help. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Charles, man. We having some uh some technical issues uh with your with your microphone, man. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We having some technical issues uh with your mic there. I apologize, man. Call back when you get a uh you know when you, when you get a better uh signal. I apologize, man. I want to make sure that people can understand what you're saying. You know, I, I can tell you wanted to talk about Zach Streif there. But yeah, man, Zach Streif, uh offensive line coach in New Orleans Saints should be very 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 interesting, man. So Go give it one, give it one more shot, man. Uh, Charles, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm back. Okay, well, man. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, somebody called me. I'm sorry. Oh, no, nah, it's cool, man. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as actually, like, it's going to better help the Saints, you know, NSP and, like, Ruiz with their, like, technical work in the O-line, just knowing right. how to stay healthy, um, mm-hmm. redefense a little bit, help with the blocks. And right. then, so, you know, they um not missing assignments. Mm-hmm. How you feel about that, you know, how it's going to help the Saints, you know? Oh, well, definitely going to help it tremendously, Charles. Uh, like I said, anytime you got a guy who has that type of experience, uh, when he walks into the locker room, I mean, he is a Super Bowl champion. He played at a high level. It's not like he just this guy that just couldn't play. I mean, for a while, Zach Streif was one of the best right tackles in football. And I just think that when you have a guy that comes in, uh, been a team captain, been a, a well-respected veteran throughout the Saints organization for over a decade. I think a lot of people are going to respect him. And a lot of the guys have experience with him on the offensive line. Armstead, uh, Andrews Pete, and Ryan Ramchek in his rookie season. So Ryan Ramchek was selected to replace Zach Street. So I just think that there, you have a lot of guys that are going to, uh, you know, step their game up because he's going to be able to give them little things that they need uh, for game time. So I'm, I think it's a good move. Yeah, what about uh, Xavier Collins for our linebacker spot? The filling um, for Angelone. I mean, his name being mentioned as one of the draftees he might end up getting. Well, Xavier Collins, I think that uh, he's definitely one of the linebackers that the Saints need. Uh, I, I just I, I think that he has a high motor, and he's a guy that can get to point A to point B. Uh, but, you know, I want I want a guy that can – can fly around the field, you know, Charles, I, I, I don't want a person just to replace Azalone because Azalone was okay. You know what I'm saying? The first couple of years, but I want somebody better than him. And, you know, yeah, I, I want somebody, crazy. yeah, yeah. I, I don't want, I don't want anybody just to replace anybody. Like I want, if a guy, if we look at a guy and he's like middle of the road type player, right. I want the saints to draft somebody 
that it that exceeds and you know what I'm saying exceeds that person. Like if you're going to get somebody, you're not going to go with Quan Alexander. I understand that Quan Alexander is a veteran, but I want a young guy that shows flashes like Quan Alexander that can be a Quan Alexander, right? So I don't like Xavier Collins can be that guy. Right situation, right coaching, right leadership. You know, he can be that guy. So I definitely think he can fit in the in the Saints locker room. You know, and also, like I said, Jabril Cox, I think another guy, you know, out of LSU. So I just I just yeah. want I just want a game record. I just want a young game record, man. A young savage. That's what I want, man. Yeah. You know, I definitely probably think uh Jabril Cox because you mm-hmm. know, I think like those two people, like they don't some reason like going to LSU, you gotta go everywhere else. Go yep. to Ohio State, go to Bama, mm-hmm. go to Clemson, go anywhere right. else LSU. Right. So we'll see about that one. Yeah, well, look, if, if you're going to just keep on passing up on LSU players, they're just going to continue to be in the league and make other teams better. So if they, yeah, if, if you don't want to do that, then, hey, you know. Right, look at Queen and uh, Jefferson out there balling for uh, Minnesota and uh, so. Right. And we could uh, have either one of them with our pick, you know. Yep, I mean, you could have, man. I mean – Look, you could have had you could have had Patrick Queen. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You could have had uh, uh Delpit, you know what I'm saying? You could I mean, you could have had him. So <clears throat> and it's not like Delpit right. couldn't, you know what I'm saying, play a linebacker slash safety role. You can even put him in a nickel. I mean, that could have been your answer for, you know, moving on from PJ Williams. So I mean, look, they can do so many different things. I just hope like I, I don't want any solid linebackers. I want a guy that's a, just a bona fide certified savage Charles. That, that's what i want if he's not a savage if he's not a game wrecker if he's not a disruptor if i'm not seeing flashes of what i seen from like devin white then look miss me with that go draft something else that i mean i don't I agree need with no, you. No, no soldiers yeah no no soft ones in here no soft ones no no soft ones man i, I didn't had enough of that man enough, enough of the soft marshmallows out there man i, I need some I, I need some real steel out here man i need some some guys that can go out there and be a thumper uh but Charles, thank you so much, man. Thank you for your time. Call back anytime, no man. No problem, anytime, man. Appreciate that. All right, no problem, man. Shouts out to Charles, man. Like for real, like seriously. I, I look. I don't want nobody just to replace Azalone. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want anybody just to replace Alex Azalone. I want somebody to be above, way. I mean, head and shoulders better than Alex Azalone. You know, I don't want solid linebacker play. Solid linebacker play is Craig Robinson. Solid linebacker play for the most part is Alex Azzalone. I, I don't need that. I don't I don't need that in my life. All right. I'm gonna take one more phone call here, and this coming from Dietrich. Okay. This is the last phone call because gotta wrap it up. Gotta go get my son. All right. <laughs> Dietrich, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, TJ? Dietrich, what's happening, man? I see you in traffic, man. So what's, what's going on, man? Driving quick. Uh, your phone going in and out, man. Uh, you know, he's coming in, in young. Okay, you hear me now? Uh, I can hear you, man. Okay, yeah, but I like Zach Streep coming in, man. I mean, I really do. He's coming in while he's young. And, uh, he right. can work with young guys now. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, man, we having some technical difficulties once again, man. You got your boy, you got your boy uh, Dietrich in traffic real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we'll see if he can call back. But definitely, man, I gotta, I gotta go ahead and wrap it up, man. Gotta go get the packet, man. Uh, before I go, man, I want to wish uh my stepdad, Reverend Joseph Smith, a happy birthday. Today is his birthday. Uh, so man, I just want to give him a shout out. Uh, you know, he's been in my life since I was 13 years old. Uh, been a, a great role model for me. Uh, always, you know, taught me about putting God first. Always, you know, anytime I needed some advice about life, relationships, or what have you, he's always been there. He's been there for some of the, the, the highest points of my life and also, uh, you know, some of those points where I just needed uh, some clarity. He was right there, man. So uh, from the bottom of my heart, I want to wish him a happy birthday. He's a huge Saints fan. Uh, he he was born and raised in Morero, Louisiana. Uh, you know, was a was a bus driver. You know, what I'm saying for many years. Uh, his, uh, you know, his kids. Uh, shouts out to Troy, one of the baddest piano players that you're ever going to see. <laughs> and uh, you know, like he just, you know I mean, just an all around good guy, man. They're, and they are huge Saints fans as well. So my my stepfather, Reverend Joseph Smith, want to wish him a happy birthday um you know on this on this day man god bless you finally before i get up out of here folks uh i've been on this i've been on this tangent as of late talking about sensationalism and journalism i've been talking about how how the media just tries to spin certain things to try to create narratives and i think we don't need to look no further than this clip that i'm about to show you uh it's on nbc you got Mike Flores, you got Chris Sims, right? And they're talking about the Saints quarterback competition that could possibly take place in 2021 between Jameis Winston if he does decide to sign back with the Saints and Taysom Hill. Now, he is about to say something uh, that if you are just a casual fan and you're not a Saints fan, you would really believe what this guy is trying to sell you. Check it out. It was so clunky how it all set up because Winston comes in from the sideline. Like, so you know something's up yeah. and it, and Winston's not under center. Like something's going on here. And the next thing you know, he has the ball and he's throwing that touchdown pass. I just wonder whether or not that was a little nugget yeah, right, that right. Sean Payton gave to Jameis both as a thank you for what had happened and as a this is just a this is just a taste of how I do things. And it's well known that Peyton is always looking for ideas on plays that will match up well against a given defense. And, oh, it just turns out the trick play that was used against them unsuccessfully by the Bears because the ball was dropped in the end zone for what would have been a, a dramatic touchdown that may have changed the complexion yeah, of the game. Right. Winston's the one who gets to throw it, not Taysom Hill. It, I, I'm intrigued by that possibility of Peyton – having both Hill and Winston, Winston as the starter and Hill in the Taysom Hill role. Now, <laughs> now tell me what's wrong with that situation. All right. Now, what he's trying to do, he is trying to create a narrative that Sean Payton chose Taysom Hill, I mean, chose Jameis Winston over Taysom Hill in a divisional round 
of the playoffs to to do to do that trick play. Now, what's wrong with this situation? Now, if you're a casual fan just watching this, you're probably thinking that this guy is really good at his job. Now, if you're a Saints fan, you would know that Taysom Hill didn't even play in the game. Didn't even play in the divisional round game at all. Wasn't there, had a knee injury, was out of the game, right? How many times here on the State of the Saints podcast, rather it be who that confessional, Big Q show, Nas show, uh, you know what I'm saying, State of Black and Gold, or, you know what I'm saying, who that nation chat line, have we had these conversations that we wish that Taysom Hill would have played in the game? Maybe the outcome would have been a little bit different. But what he's trying to convey to the casuals, the people that don't follow the Saints, is that Sean Payton chose Jameis to throw the ball instead of Taysom. This is the type of stuff that really gets under my skin, right? This is one of the reasons why, to me, like when people say to me, TJ, you know, I can see you doing on ESPN. I can see you doing these sports shows. This is the reason why I'm comfortable with doing what I'm doing here. It's because I don't feel like a bona fide certified sellout. I don't feel like I'm a corporate creation. I don't feel like I got to sell out for ratings. And I definitely don't have to sensationalize my point of view or sensationalize things for you in order for you to come to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and hope and pray that I just get a whole bunch of followers. This is the type of stuff that really frustrates me. Now, I don't know if he just didn't know, didn't show, or didn't care about what he puts out here into the atmosphere, but I will say this. You have a responsibility. Anytime you get behind a mic, you have a responsibility to the people that are watching you. This is one of the reasons why people like, TJ, why you get so mad when people say this and that? It's because I don't look at it from my point of view. I look at it from your point of view. I don't want anybody to feel like I am being disingenuous or I'm just trying to bring a whole bunch of people along in order for me to just get a bunch of likes and views. Okay. If I can tell people the truth and give my perspective and I don't get the numbers that, you know, that I feel like I deserve or or garner, fine. I don't care because I can walk away from this camera and this microphone knowing that I gave you all my best and I didn't sugarcoat anything at all these guys are just trying to go out here trying to create ratings right and trying to create this drama between Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston and then at the beginning of this whole conversation I want you all to check it out the spin doctors really were at it they were they were frustrated and mad that Drew Brees hasn't come out with a decision yet because Sean Payton came on that show and said well, we'll know something in a week and a week and a half, right? Now, Sean Payton said we should know something a week or a week and a half. We, right? So I don't know for some very reason they thought we meant them. Sean Payton, the Saints organization, don't owe them a damn thing. And if Drew Brees came and he called Sean Payton today, and say, Sean, I'm going to retire. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what Sean meant. He didn't mean that, oh, he about to come out here and just tell everybody. Who are we? Who are they? 
if the organization knows that Drew Brees is going to retire, that gives them the opportunity to go out here to know how they're going to approach the offseason. So if they know and Drew knows, that's good enough for me. And Drew can on his own time can come out there and say, I'm going to retire from football. Fine by me. But these guys, oh, man, my goodness, what an ego. Well, he, we were supposed to know by now. What the heck is going on? Why, why don't we know anything yet? Who are you? Are you signing the checks? Am I looking at Gail Benson's uh, signature underneath these guys' check? Or am I looking at Mike Florio, Chris Sims? What, what, what are you doing? What are we doing here? I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I, I just, I never understood that. And I understand, man, it's about entertainment and stuff like that. And it's about ratings and all that kind of stuff. But my goodness, man, can we all just, like, just be more responsible? Like, why are we just being out here selling ourselves out, man, for a check? If you're good at what you do, if you're talented, if you're passionate about it, people have no choice but to feel you. I mean, that's just, a, that's just a fact. People have no choice but to feel you. And to be honest with you, if you keep it 100, if you keep it real, guess who going to roll with you? A whole bunch of real folk. A whole bunch of passionate folk. And those passionate folk are going to make your job better. It's going to make you more successful. And you don't, you can sleep at night. You can look at yourself in a mirror and say, damn, I did a good job. Damn, I really killed it today. Damn, people really appreciated what I was doing. Instead of knowing that you just creating this controversy and get from behind the mic and you just seeing there's a whole bunch of hatred and then you combine that with the hatred that you probably have inside of yourself for doing what you're doing, but I'm getting paid. If that's the only thing that you have to say, I'm getting paid, then my goodness, man, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his freaking soul? So who that nation, sports fans everywhere, before I just wrap it up, all I got to say is, man, stay true to yourself. Please don't worry about what somebody else is doing. Don't worry about what somebody else thinks about what you're doing, because if you are passionate, if you do things with love, if you do things and keep it 100, there's not a human being on the face of God, green earth that can deny you. And the realest people in this world are going to feel you. And that's all I got to say, man. But I want to say thank you all very much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast and the State of the Game podcast brought to you by Manscaped.com. Look, check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Manscaped is the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast, man, and I need your help, okay? If you're out there, man, and, you're, and, and you, you need some grooming products, man, your lady, uh, you're trying to, you know what I'm saying, look good for your lady, trying to get it shaved up, you know what I'm saying, upstairs or downstairs, you know what I'm saying, I ain't judging. Look, go to manscaped.com, man, and they have some great products, right? They have some different items that you can choose from. If you're, you know what I'm saying, razors to shave your face, you know what I'm saying? You got, you know what I'm saying, they got the lawnmower 3.0 available. Uh, they got uh, deodorant. 
uh, toner. They got items big or small, man. And the only thing I ask of you, if you purchase an item from Manscaped.com, please use the promo code State of Saints, all right? Look, I got three gifts left, all right? I got three gifts left. A person that snapshots, they're purchasing an item, using the promo code State of Saints. If you send it to me, I will send you a free gift courtesy of the State of the Saints podcast. So once again, I no matter if the item is $100 or $6.99, all right? If you send me with the promo code State of Saints, you showed me that you actually purchased this item, I will send you a free gift courtesy of the State of the Saints podcast. And also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search the State of the Saints and the State of the Game podcast. Y'all check it out. Also, previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, Prayers up for Tiger Woods. Leave Deion Sanders stuff alone. Congratulations to Zach Street for getting a coaching job. And Mike Florio and Chris Sims, do better. Till next time, all I have to say is who that to all my Saints fans out there and all those that's watching on the state of the game. All I got to say is game on.